right now they're sitting on one of the widest seams in the whole state of Kentucky, meaning we're going to do what we came here to do, irregardless. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. It's been too long since I've been off air with you guys. And just as a special little broadcast, I am actually simulcasting on Facebook Live just for the opening monologue because I'm trying to get everybody over. I'm broadcasting through my Mark Scalia comedian page, which I wanted to try because I got a lot of personal friends, but then I want to do it through the comedian site. So I want to get everybody there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm also not only my broadcasting through Facebook, but I'm also broadcasting through Mixler, my broadcasting website. Well, not mine. I pay for it so there you go it's mixler mixlr.com and if you want to be part of it actually you know something let's back up it's been so long i forgot my whole format (laughs) and we only have like two shows left before season six starts so here we go so thank you for being part of the show thank you for listening thank you for watching if you're on facebook live i really appreciate it if you're listening to the sound of my voice you're listening one of three ways through my website markscalia.com and check out more of that site constantly updating the calendar i got more videos that i'm going to be doing and i'm going to be doing some more live stuff that i'm going to kind of go through my site and try to work that out the second way you can listen is if you want, if you're on my website, you can click the speaker listening to, and that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, and I'm pointing to it on the monitor, which doesn't really matter. So, so you can go to my broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com, and you can listen to the show live. And that's because you want to be part of our live chat, and you sign on using a Facebook address, and boom, what do you know? You're back on. My levels are so low tonight. I have no idea what is going on. And normally I don't, you know, I'm not super loud, but like I sound loud, but for some reason I'm like broadcasting in like Baxter. Hold on. Let's do this. It's been like a month since I've been on air. So, and I thought I worked out all the glitches, but apparently I did not work out all the glitches. Let's say output maximum, maximum effort. Let's go with maximum effort right there. There we go. That's a little better. That's well, it's a little better. It's not great better, but it's a little better. Like I'm spiking on my board. That's weird. I hear voices. How about now? I guess that's about as good as it's going to get. Oh, trying to reconnect. I got some kind of glitch. Due to my poor wireless connection. (laughs) I got a great wireless connection. Damn it. End live video. Do you want to end the video? End the video. See, I've tried this several times. And for some reason, the Wi-Fi is a crap. It's super crap. I should just start the whole goddamn show again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And I swear I hear voices. 
Here we go. Let's see. How can I broadcast? Share my timeline. Let's do that. Internal microphone. Line in. There we go. Line in. Check, check. Let's go live. There we go. Three, two, one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, all my levels are like spiking, but for some reason I can't put out a I can't put out a great signal. What? Who is that? Oh, I got an email. Email probably says you have bad Wi-Fi service. <laughs> no, it's Twitter. Anyway, I tried doing it through my website. I can't do it through my website, so let's try it here, see if it works. But again, I'm broadcasting live through Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. Check that out. This is why I shouldn't do the Facebook thing. I'm just gonna stop it there. I'm just going to stop it. There we go. And I'm going to sign out because it's much easier. And do you want to delete the video? Delete the video. That way, you know, that why, that's why uh, Facebook has got so many issues. There we go. Oh, Derek joined on, which is good. That's nice. So he can hear me anyway. So, all right. So let's try this again because this is going to be an editing fucking nightmare and post. So where was I? Oh, yeah. If you want to be part of our live chat. <laughs> Try that again. If you want to be part of our live chat, all you got to do is sign on to uh, Mixler. All you got to do is click that box. It'll send you right over to the broadcasting site. And then you sign on using Facebook address. And then you can be part of a live chat. You want to be part of a live chat because uh, my guest tonight is going to be so funny. And you want to ask him questions and play with him. And we're going to have some games and stuff like that. So, And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live, because that's how we broadcast. Obviously, we have so many mistakes all the time. <laughs> we broadcast live and uh you if you can't listen that way you can listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show available through google play and itunes and we got a lot of things going on so here's what i do i start the show as i always do let me see do i have it queued up i do i don't i do i don't i just don't live show boom show bits let's just do this Let's start with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's it. When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Fuck, that was loud. <laughs> Jesus. I'm telling you, I don't do the show for 30 days and it goes to hell in a handbasket, so... So that's one of the things we have not broadcasted in over a month for a variety of reasons. And let me go back and go through the timeline so that you guys understand that it's not that I'm avoiding you. Clearly, I'm not avoiding you. Our last show, and let's go look, look, let's do this for real. My last show was on July 18th when my guest was EJ Edmonds, who I absolutely love. We had a great show. I've edited that show and I'm just about ready to upload it now. The 25th of July, I had a show I was doing in Portsmouth, so I couldn't do the next week, which sometimes happens. Then August 1st was the first uh, was the first date I could do, but that was the week of, fuck, it was hot and people want to kill themselves week. <laughs> so I couldn't do it. I couldn't broadcast. The next week, August 8th, which was actually last week, I was in Holyoke, Mass, doing a show at the warehouse for Jess Miller, who's been a guest on this show, and she's hysterically funny, and we had such a good time. Now, we're back here. It's the 15th, and now we're doing it again. We're trying it all over again, and it's just, uh, and I wish I had better technical stuff. And again, my volumes seem very low. This show is going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> for me in general but 
that's one of the things. So I'm glad to be back on air. Super glad. I just tried Facebook Live, but it didn't work out. And I don't know why. It's just kind of glitchy. But I've been very busy with shows on Wednesdays in particular, which I'm never working on Wednesdays. And I would have done remotes, but I'm work. It's like it doesn't coincide correctly. You know what I mean? Like the show starts at like eight o'clock and I get on at like nine fifteen or something like that. And I couldn't really start the show and do it right the way I wanted to. Cause normally if the show started at like nine, it would be great. Cause I wouldn't go on until quarter of 10 and blah, blah, blah. And then the show would be an hour, an hour and a half. And you know, I could broadcast live or I could just go, okay guys, I'm going on stage. Bye-bye. And I would hang up. I've been so busy with all those and the times didn't work out. So now I'm so glad to be back, back on doing this because a couple things are really, a couple big things happened for me in August. First thing in August happens for me, I turn 50. That's a big thing for me. And it's, you know, it's wonderful, great, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't overly care about it. I, you know, I'm, it's my birthday. That's fine. Good. I'm having a birthday. Just, I didn't die. <laughs> I made it around the sun. Good for you. And that's it. But my wife wants to throw a party for me. And I said, no, I don't want a big party. I just, if you want to have people to get together and then say hi, blah, 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 and that's fine. So that's what she's going to do. I think, I don't know. She hasn't told me. But if I know my wife, she's probably going to be like, this is a huge surprise. And it's going to be so much fun. And we're going to love it. And everyone's going to love it. So, but what I did is my birthday happens to fall on a Sunday, the last Sunday of the month. Now, you guys have been listening to the show for a while. I Once a month, they have an open mic show at Oscar's Piñatas or Oscar's Piñata in Tewksbury. So, and about, was it, maybe like four years ago or so, we roasted the host of the show, whose name is Ralph Joyal. Now, I said to Ralph, I said, you know what I'd love for a birthday present? I would love for you guys to roast me. I want to be roasted on my 50th birthday. Not only that, I just celebrated 28 years as a stand-up comic. So, you know, that's... Hold on, let me do this because this is bothering them. Uh, there we go, chat, boom. Let me open up the chat too so I can see what you guys do. There we go. There's so many extra windows open. <laughs> I can't even see them all. Oh, you know what I do? I can put that over here. There we go. So now I can see if anybody types stuff in the chat line, which is good. Because I don't have that window open no more. Where is it? No, it's here. I do have it open. The motorcycles in my neighborhood? Chimney crickets. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, 50. The roast. So I happened to turn 50 on that Sunday, and I said I want to be roasted. Because that, to me, is like a good way to celebrate my birthday. So, oh, my wife just popped on, so she's going to see some of this stuff now. So... I've got, uh, I saw, talked to Ralph Joyal, who hosts the show, and he got like 18 comics, and everybody's doing like five minutes, and they're all going to, of course, this is the way a roast works. Now, we've all seen the Comedy Central roast, where they're vicious, and they're brutal, and all they do is gut people. They say horrible things, like they're funny, but they're vicious, and I said to Ralph, I go, I don't want that kind of roast. Like, I don't, I don't, because I don't enjoy it. Not that I can't take it. I just, I wouldn't enjoy it. So I said to him, I go, everybody's going to jab me, which is, of course, it's my roast, so jab me. But here's the other thing. You can jab other people that are coming up, you know, up to roast me. And a lot of the comics actually know each other. I know 
I know five or six of them fairly well, or maybe eight of them really well. And there's a few people that I've met once in a while and I don't know as well. And a good friend of mine, Paul Kravitz, is coming up. And I've known Paul since I've been doing stand-up. And he's a great friend personally to me. We've had a lot of, you know, we've had all these experiences. We've traveled together. We've, you know, we, he actually was my roommate at one point. And he's a good friend. He was at my wedding. I was at his. You know, it's, we're like, you know, we're, you know, essentially we're foster comedy brothers. And it's going to be great because he's going to be doing it too. And he's like, I don't know anybody. And I said, just write down what other people say and zing them. And I want it to be more like the Dean Martin roasts, which they were funny. I mean, they zinged people, but they were, they only jabbed you on whatever the people knew. This isn't was like, it wasn't like gutting people and personal insults and stuff. So I'm kind of looking forward to that as much as my birthday. So, and my wife goes, don't make any plans for the next day. So apparently... I don't know. I'm off. I don't know what I'm doing the next day because she's going to make me do something. <laughs> but, you know, my wife loves birthdays. She absolutely loves them. And, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but if I never had, I, I, want, I don't want to say if I never had another birthday because that's, I want another birthday, clearly. But if I never had to celebrate another birthday, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. It just wouldn't because it's like, I'm at this point, I'm very quiet and I just want, you know, and I mean, I don't know how you guys are with birthdays, if you want to overly celebrate or go flipping out or, you know, because I don't know. I, I just don't get it. When I was a kid, yeah, it was kind of a big deal. But now that I'm getting older, I'm like, it's okay. Okay. That's good. <laughs> it's not like I'm miserable about it. I just don't want to overly party. What is this? We are going to Disneyland. We're not going to Disneyland. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. And get me to see that fucking mouse. I don't want to be on. I don't want to see the mouse. I hate that mouse. <laughs> I hate that mouse. <laughs> oh, but you know Disney owns everything I love. So fuck it. Let's just go. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on for my birthday and for the roast at Oscar's Pinatas, uh, or I, I keep changing it. Oscar's Pinata, and that's in Tewksbury. It's uh, right on Route 38. That's Main Street, right at the intersection, almost at the intersection of 495 and Route 38. So that's coming up. But I've got a couple more shows, so I'll promote it a little bit more. Plus, I'll do it on Facebook. And I've been also very busy because, I mean, as you guys know, I started doing the trolley guides. I've, I've been a guide on the Salem trolley. I'm always on the trolley anyway, as Scrooge or as characters. Goofy says, hi. who's beeping? Can you hear that shit? Fuck. This is why I need a real studio. <laughs> you know some I guarantee you can hear a dog barking in like two minutes. I guarantee. And I can't shut the window because it's summer and I don't have the air conditioner. And if I did, I'd have the air have to do the air conditioner off because you hear you wouldn't hear me. Bad enough my levels are low, but Jiminy Crickets. Why is my levity my, my levels are low, but my anxiety is high? I don't <laughs> My anxiety's high and I'm holding on. Anyway, yes, Lackey, Goofy says hi. <laughs> that reminds me, I got to get you on before I go into my uh, my my fall season. Lackey, I don't know, where, I don't know where he's from exactly, but he does these uh, calls that are hysterical. Uh, that would make you, that would make a great T-shirt. Goofy says hi. <laughs> oh, my anxiety is high, and I'm holding on. Yes, like the old Blondie song. Anyway. 
I got a monologue to do because I got to get to my desk, my guest, and it's getting late. Uh, so, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. So I've been on the tro- trolley tours, and I do four-hour shifts, and I talk the whole time. And my voice is now like harsh sometimes, and then it smooths out others, so I'm kind of conditioning it. But I, I just, I mean, I like the tours, but to talk, to talk for four hours all the time is exhausting. And especially go over oh, here, this is here. And so every once in a while, I'm just, I mess it up a little bit and I break it up and I'm starting to do, I'm actually starting to get too casual on the trolleys, which I got to watch out for. Like I'm saying some things that are really funny, but probably not trolley approved. So I got to tighten it down a little bit. And speaking of trolleys, uh, and my wife told me to remind everybody, not like literally in like two weeks. Hold on. Let me check the calendar. Yeah. Because it goes on sale. The trolley tickets for Christmas Carol go on sale in like maybe three weeks. And if you've never gone to see the show, it's amazing. I know it's hot AF right now. It's completely smoldering out. You're not thinking about Christmas at all, which you shouldn't. But this show is going to sell out. We added some more shows. We have longer weeks now. So there's going to be, I think last year were 90 shows. This year is like 98 shows. It's insane. And of course, I do most of them as scrooge so if you guys want tickets definitely get them and my it's art i already posted the shows i'm doing on my website so if you buy tickets make sure you check my calendar before you buy tickets so you know what i'm on but it's fairly easy and also the 2019 salem comedy and spirits festival i'm starting to get that geared up too because there's a couple new venues i have in mind and i'm thinking about kind of changing the format a little bit make it a little better what did karen say uh my levels are low but my anxiety is high. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Yeah, we'll copyright that. We'll hashtag that. That'll be good. So, and I was going to do a White House update, but the problem is nothing's really going on in the White House. <laughs> it's a slow news week. If your name is Amarosa, then you got you got big week. If your name is Trump, nobody's really talking about you this week. And I will say this, between Amarosa and Trump, this is not the reality show that I think people voted for. <laughs> They're both horrible people. She is nasty. She's just horribly nasty. Just, I never liked her. She's vicious and she's cutting and biting and just, she is a miserable creature. And Trump is worse. I just don't understand. And I mean, when did we do this? And I know, like, they're both power hungry and they both want to be in front of the spotlight and blah, blah, blah. But damn it, what about the rest of the country? We got shit to do. Seriously. I don't know if you knew this. Chicago's falling apart. Um, the, the heat's all over the planet. Things are going on. The Russians might be involved in something <laughs> or might not be. You know, the Mueller report hasn't come out yet. He's still investigating. It's It's been like two years. Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean, I can troubleshoot a computer faster than this. Come on, guys. Let's get on it. For the love of God. Uh, just, you know what it is? Just read his tweets. Anyway, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our break. I'll take our first break. And you're going to get a list, uh, get a chance to listen to my guest, Mark Anthony Synagoga. 
I met this guy when I was up in when I was up in Ottawa, and he is funny and he's a great guy and we hung out and I can't wait to get him on the phone. So we're going to take our first break and guys, please hang on through the break because you do not want to miss this and listen to him because he's doing a promo. You are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. The Arabic weather report is brought to you by V8. Make sure you pick up enough V8 for Ramadan. You don't want to say, oh, I could have jihad a V8. I hope you are enjoying this Arab spring. Temperatures will remain cool tonight and there will be no ISIS on the road (laughs) because it's too warm. But really, be careful. It's pretty dangerous out there. Tomorrow is Throwback Thursday where we all wish we were back in Palestine. This has been the Arabic Weather Report. I've got a surprise for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. Did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. She's Bill Sweet. She got everything. What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new to catch a predator. You one ugly motherfucker. Guys, uh, my name is Mark Anthony. It's true, it's my real name. Like, I don't sing, I don't cut hair. I don't know where JLo is. I've never met Cleopatra. Like, kill yourselves, alright? I've had enough. Alright. My last name's Synagoga, guys, again. I know it sounds like a Jewish nightclub, but, you know, there's, there's nothing I can do. You know? I'm, uh, I'm Italian, which means that uh, I live at home with my parents. Yeah, who live at home with their parents. It's a blast. It's a blast, guys. I, uh, it means that I live with my nonna, right? Nonna's grandma, for those of you who uh, aren't cultured, I guess. And, uh, and uh, I live with my nonna, we get into a lot of arguments. Give you guys a visual, okay? My nonna's like 4'11", like 3'10", alright? She's just a perfect circle. She's like an exercise ball with an apron on You know what I mean? It's adorable. It's adorable, right? Those are just her stats. I love her to death, right? But we always get into the same argument. And a lot of people say with uh, your grandparents, you got to pick your battles, right? So this one, I always pick every time because we never get to the bottom of this argument. She always avoids me, right? My Nona carries around pepper spray, okay? And it drives me nuts, all right? So I asked her. I was like, no, no, why do you carry around pepper spray? She says, and I quote, okay, she goes, you know, Mark, Nona carry around the pepper spray just in case of somebody want to take my purse. I was like, Okay, but where do you keep your pepper spray? <laughs> right? Thank you. We're on the same page. You know? And she goes, in the side of my purse, idiot. And I was like, no, 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 that makes no sense. What are you going to do? This guy takes your purse and runs down the street. What are you, you going to do? She's like, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'm going to say stop. And I was like, what are you, what are you, Darth Vader? Like, you're some Jedi number? Like, you're going to stop this guy and crush his head and, like, zip the purse back? Like, no. She's like, what's a Jedi? And I was like, forget it. The Jedi is not the point here. I was like, 
shouldn't carry around pepper spray if you're gonna carry it in your purse. That's a holster weapon type thing, all right? All right? And she's like, you know, I never taught it that one before. I was like, exactly. So you know what, no, no, you know, you always carry around this pepper spray, I'm done. Leave the pepper spray alone. Leave it at home, it's fine, all right? This is what she says. You know, she gets a little bit upset. She's about to walk away from me. She turns around, she goes, I had enough, okay? You walk around and telling everybody that you some a funny guy, you go on the stage and none of this and none of that, like you some hot shot. You know, I don't want to tell you before because you got those virgin ears. And I was like, virgin ears? I'm, I'm like 27, I'm 300 pounds. She's like, yeah, virgin ears. I was like, that, uh, enough out of you, right? Like that's not, you're talking about the spray still. You know what I mean? And she's like, I don't want to tell you before, but now, since you make a cheap shot, and I'm gonna tell you the truth behind the pepper spray. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you want to know the real reason why I carry pepper spray? And I was like, I've been having this argument for five years. Lay it on me, Nonna. She says, and I quote, Nonna carry on the pepper spray just in case somebody outside want to make the sex on me. <laughs> and I was like, what are you, you what? You're, you're serving yourself to somebody else? Like, that's disgusting. Like, she's so generous. Like, everybody gets a summer Nonna. Right? Like, like, she tastes so good. She's like, you want some? I'm amazing. And like, throwing it out to everybody, you know? And I was like, now I'm at the point where I have to tell my nonna that like, nobody's trying to make it the sex with her anymore, you know? I don't know if you've ever had to try and tell your nonna that. It's not fun, you know? So I was like, nonna, listen. Like, no. You're not in the sexual predator scope anymore. They're not after you, you know? She's like, what are you trying to say? You don't take your nonna's party anymore? And I was like, why do you say pretty anymore as if like I was the guy in elementary school with the sexy grandma, you know what I mean? Like everyone was like, let's go back to Mark's place, none of us wearing that fur coat, the things I would do. Like no, right? that wasn't happening, you know? So I had to break it down and I chose to go the produce aisle because none of us know the produce like nobody else, right? So I was like, listen, none of the people are like grapes, right? And everybody loves grapes, but over time, grapes turn into raisins. <laughs> And not everybody likes raisins. Right, Nana? She says, every grape should be wine. Fuck raisins. Right? I like, Thank you. I was like, so you're an alcoholic. That's it. She's like, what are you trying to say, grapes and raisins? I don't understand. I was like, no, no, for God's sake, I am a grape. You are a raisin. She snaps. She's like, you are a son of a bitch. And she sprays me with this pepper spray, guys. It's homemade. It's just a Windex bottle with vinegar and ground pepper in it. I swear to God, it's running down my face. I'm licking my lips. I'm like, this is almost the best salad dressing I've ever had in my life. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via the Facebook Messenger is the very funny, aforementioned, Mark Anthony Sinagoga. All right. <laughs> oh, you are there. Good. I was making sure. <laughs> oh, I am here. My levels. That was great. My levels are so bad tonight. Like, I got you potted up the whole way, but it doesn't matter. I'll fix it all in post. <laughs> fix it all in post. I love that. That's the that's the the shortcut. The shortcut in the industry. <laughs> in the industry. So how are you, man? It's good to have you on. Honestly, I am great. I I just pretty much forgot about all the uh, tags in my bits until I heard it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's good. That was great. I was like, all right, that line. 
perfect. So funny. So for you guys listening live through Mixler, this is Mark Synagoga, and you can follow him, free stalk him, as I like to say. He's on Twitter. He's at NotMarkAnthony. That is M-E-R-C-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. This is for my podcast yep. listeners because I can't really type it in. He's on Facebook at Mark.A.Synagoga. Let me spell his last name. It's pretty easy. S-I-N-A-G-O-G-A. Synagoga. It's like the Gogurt, yep. but just Goga. You know some don't worry about any of that because if you forget all of it, you can just go to his goddamn website, which is Mark Anth M A R C A N T eight. Mark Anth. So it's like Mark Anthony without the Oni dot com. It's <laughs> a long way to go. Exactly. I take what I can get. That's you know it. I mean? Now we met when I was up in Ottawa and you're from Toronto. And it's funny because we didn't meet in Toronto. We met in Ottawa. Yep. And we were working at Absolute Comedy. And I got to say, man, you hosted the fuck out of that show, man. It was so much fun. Oh, man. That, that, it really was a blast. Like, just cruising the little... It, it was Italian week. It was. That was the best part about it. We were just crushing food, watching the World Cup. Oh, and we... What, uh, was, what was the name of that little restaurant we ate at? I told my wife about it, and then I know I Facebook Lived, and we did that broadcast. Sanguichos. Sanguichos. Oh, my God. That... What was that? A veal? Was that veal? That we had? No, what? it was a it was a porchetta sandwich. Oh, it was so good! It was so good. And what did I? And I had a it I had was. a beer. I had the uh, uh, what is the um the uh, the Italian beer? What did I have? Peroni. No, I didn't have Peroni. It was uh, starts with an S, I think. An S. Yeah, wasn't it an S? I don't know. I, I don't know. I only the I only Italian beer I know is Peroni and like uh, Moretti. Oh. And then I don't know. Me and my wife on though. Karen, what's that? She's online right now. I hope he can come do the fest. You know, I'd love to have Mark come down for the fest. The only problem with getting Canadian comics down to the United States is you can't tell anybody they're here as comics or in the United States. <laughs> oh, Peroni. I hate that, honestly. Yeah, because I was drinking the same as the owner. Here's the best part about that. He wasn't even open. Yeah, he that went, was honestly unbelievable. You can't buy so situations like that. Oh, my God, it was great. And then here's the funniest part about this. He goes, There's a, let me get some hot peppers for you. And I was like, no, I'm good. You know, because I, I go, it tastes great. I don't want to put anything else on it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to put anything on it. But, of course, Mark, Anthony, he, big bad motherfucker he is, because you guys have to picture him. He's a, he's a big dude. He's like, what size is your foot, 13? 15. He got a 15 size. The funny thing is, he put his shoes because they're not allowed to wear shoes in the, in the condos. So his shoes were next to mine, and it it looked like it looked like my like baby shoes next to his shoes. I'm like, can I go out for a while, Daddy? And I was like, yes, you can. Yes, you Just can. Bring me back a sandwich. Just bring you back a sandwich. But he he's a big dude. He's got size 15 shoes. He's uh six. What are you six three six four? Yeah, 6'3". 6'3". And he's like, yeah, let me try some of that hot stuff. And the guy who owned the place goes, go slow because it's really hot. And Mark's like, yeah, 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 I got this. And he put it in like one of those little small metal ketchup things. It's a tiny little thing. And he filled it almost to the top. And then, which I don't know why, but then Mark took all of it. He poured it all over the, like the whole thing. He's eating the sandwich. As he's eating the sandwich... He's sweating like he's at a Turkish prison. He's just... <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, this is so hot. And and I'm like, I go, D you shouldn't eat it because it was hot anyway. It was hot outside. And he was like, oh, 
Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> that was honestly the worst. It was. And oh the, my god. There was, I was no downtime. So bad. There was no downtime between you eating it and it wanting to leave you. <laughs> I I could not believe how fast that ran through me. It was like bleach. It, I was just. <laughs> I was like, this shouldn't be happening like this bleach. <laughs> it was so funny. And I was like, oh, I told him. I, he's like, he goes, I told him too. They shouldn't have put it in. <laughs> he shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. But that's just one of the moments we had. And you got me into soccer, which I had never watched soccer like with any kind of interest. And you totally got me into soccer where you explain rules and stuff. And then I started watching the rest of the World Cup. And it was fantastic, man. Absolutely loved it. It was it, it honestly, it was a great World Cup. I was furious with the outcome, but I mean, uh, I I thought it was an amazing World Cup. I, I almost watched, I think, every game. Were you pulling for Croatia? I was. I had so much money on Croatia, and like, forget about the money. Just literally every guy on their team, born and raised in Croatia, where it's like France, they have ninety percent of Africa, and then another ten percent from scattered countries. They might have like one French person yeah. on the team. Well, you, you know, know what I mean? you know it's funny. I did a I did a show locally in Salem, and a guy from France was at the show, like from France. And I said, "Congratulations on the World Cup!" And the whole controversy was that some of the people who won it were technically from Africa, but they're French yep. citizens. And I said to him, "I go, what's the big thing? Because you're from France. What's the what's the commotion?" And he said, "Well, France. Because I said, you know, can't you be of a heritage and still?" have French citizen because in America I'm Italian but I'm American you know I'm a, I'm a United States yep. citizen I have that dual I have heritage and my and then I have my citizenship and he said he goes no in France you don't have heritage you become French like instantly yeah and I'm like that's yep. the same attitude that the Germans had fuck face yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god and honestly they just didn't deserve it I I, I like Croatia played through so many harder teams. Yes. I don't know. I could go off about it for days, and you'll just be like, what is he talking no, about? No, but I was pulling Why for him, too, and I got – because I thought they were the underdogs, and when they beat Russia, I was like, oh, my God, this is great. But not just that, yeah, man. I, it, was, I, it wasn't just the personal stuff, the, you know, hanging around Little Italy and the meals and the, watching TV. We played Xbox where we killed it, <laughs> fucking killed some Yo, that was honestly <laughs> the best. I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh my god, that was incredible. We were hooked. I wish we started that at the beginning of the week. <laughs> we started doing that on like Sunday night and yeah. we're just binging for like four hour sessions. I'm yeah. like, oh we gotta go do our job. <laughs> we'll be right back and we just pause it. Like fucking pause. Go to the show and come right back. <laughs> oh, that was the best. Yeah. No, it was uh yeah, did we start on it was Friday or Saturday when I hooked it up. And we we started playing on Saturday night and then we did the two shows. And I did a third show at the the clock tower, the uh, clock tower, and then I came back, and we got back at like what? It was like one thirty in the morning, and just went get the fucking controllers. (laughs) Yeah, five o'clock rolls around. What level are we on? (laughs) It was like let's just make it through the back of the. Yeah, you're like get on the back, synagogue. I'm driving. (laughs) I go keep shooting, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. We had I'm so much fun. Killed every five seconds. 
Oh, that was great. Brought me back to my childhood right there. Oh, my God. But it was a ball, man. The whole week was amazing. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you had your, uh, you know, you do jokes about your, your grandmother, and she was very sick yep. that week. And, you know, unfortunately, she has passed. But like we were talking in the pre-show, when you said, oh, my God, she's in the hospital, and I went, oh, wow, and nobody thought she was going to make it, and we were talking about, like, you might just have to leave and, and cancel the rest of the week, but she's so strong that she lasted another two months, which is fantastic. Yeah, it was crazy. It, it was it fantastic. Was great. Um, in hindsight, I kind of wish that she went earlier, and, like, it was sort of my grandfather being a little bit selfish, being like, no, 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 give her more drugs. And they were like, every doctor was like, buddy, her heart's at 20%, let it go. Wow. And he and he wouldn't do it. And then, like, she was fighting until there was pretty much nothing left. And I was just like, you know what? She suffered for two months, you know what yeah. I mean? And so we're, if it was up to me, I would have been like, let's cut this off, you know? Not, no one can play God, I guess, but yeah. it's a hard decision to be in. They were married for 55 years. Like, I can only imagine. Like, he's absolutely lost now, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, the the funeral was phenomenal. I honestly, it was out of a movie, man. Like, I did this eulogy and absolutely crushed. Like, ah! it was like a, the best. Like, <laughs> that's the comedian in me. Yeah, like, I destroyed that eulogy. <laughs> you know, some I know somebody's dead here, but fuck it. I'm killing this bitch. I'm killing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, no, just give me a second. I'll get to you later. And I'm just doing uh, bits. Oh, imagine. my God. <laughs> You're the opening act, but I'm closing this motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I fly you in, and I'm like, "Here's an Italian act on behalf of my grandmother." Oh my god! But you know, you you pay you pay homage to her every time you do the bit, and uh, I, I mean, I've similar things with my dad, so it's it's you know, it's it's actually very therapeutic and everything, and 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 I know you yep. guys were very close, so I, and I mean that, and I said this during the show, the pre-show, but certainly, I mean, it's tough and. You know, you do her memory well when you, you know, especially the joke, because it's great, and it, it'll make you smile every time you think of her, so. Yeah, and you know what, I, like, that's the, the best part of it, is like, paying homage, right? Not a lot of people view it that way, like I was telling you earlier, mm. uh, I got just harassed by family members. <laughs> well, just one in particular was like, you're a disgrace for the eulogy you gave, and like, after the eulogy, the priest came up to me and was like, I've never had a service like this where... There's, like, that much laughing and then that much crying at the right. end. Because my brother did, like, a... He played the trumpet at the end oh. and played her favorite song on the trumpet. And it was, like, angels in the outfield. It was, like, 11 angels were playing with this guy. Like, he destroyed... Everybody was wow. like, your brother upstaged you today. You suck. And, like, everybody was just bawling their eyes out. And, like, it was an incredible service that, like, I think if a stranger was there, they would have been like, that was the best piece of church I've been to in forever. Oh, my you know? So... Yeah, and it's one of those things it that was a you, blast. like it's so it's like so personal and but like it's not like somebody uploaded it to fucking YouTube or anything. Like that. Oh, no, honestly, if somebody did, it would have went viral. And it's it's so annoying because I filmed my brother and then no one filmed me, and I was like, what? that's nice, guys. You know, like oh. yeah, and like everyone's like, send the video of your brother on the internet, and I'm like, yeah, and I'll just send mine to nobody. Yeah, but you know, you see, know? here's the thing: comics are always open for bands. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> comics always open for bands. I gotta tell him that he'll piss. Oh, that's great! Wait, comics you did great, always but open for you bands. did great, but I warmed him up for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I told him I was like, buddy, who do you think broke the seal? I was like, I had to play to a bunch oh. of crying old people. Oh my god! And, you know, it was a. Uh, <laughs> I, I was trying to tell people that, um, like, not to keep talking about death here, but. 
um, that whole generation, you know, I, I tried to get everybody in the room on my side by being like, you know, uh, none of you, half of you don't even know my grandmother, but like, this isn't me saying goodbye to my grandmother. I was like, this is all of us saying goodbye to a generation of women that you're just not going to see ever again. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And a lot of, that's kind of how I, I won over the crowd being like, no, that those women who, you know, can slaughter a lamb and put it on the table by four o'clock just don't <laughs> exist. Like, you know, and, and like could make you a sweater and a suit and a pair of socks by the time you go to bed and you know what I mean? Like farm yeah. to table lifestyle. Like those nunnas, they, they don't make women like that anymore. Yeah. You know? Well, that was like my grandmother too, but I lost my grandmother when I was like five, if that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. my brother Which was is a just whole other yeah. league. That's, yeah. That's an original. Yeah. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, you fucking opening for a band. <laughs> oh my God, dude, that is hilarious. Uh, that is absolutely hilarious. The favorite part of our trip together was your Skype call with your wife. I oh. thought that was like, that was like, you know, me listening into like you Young had, and the Restless you had no Italian choice. edition. See, here's the, here's the thing. Now, you guys don't know, my wife is actually, actually, my wife is on, so she's hearing this story as a telling it. Because I, I don't even think I told this story. We were, now my wife and I, we, I'm one, like I'm one way, and she, my wife and I are truly yin and yang. Like we're two very much opposite people but we're a lot of our differences we actually work like they work together and who we are which is fantastic but what happens is i was here and she goes i did you a favor there were some landscapers and i had them oh i had them and she goes here we go she <laughs> she goes i had the landscapers do the lawn but unfortunately they ran over because she had a garden with arugula and basil in it and she says when they mowed it, they ran over the arugula. They chopped the arugula down. So I'm like, oh, that sucks. And she goes, well, let me show you the yard. And I go, well, wait a minute. Show me what they did to the arugula. And she goes around the other side of the house. And I go, Karen, why are you over there? She goes, I'm showing you the yard. I said, yeah. but And this is through a Skype, you know, like a, a Facebook thing. And I go, yeah, I know, but I just I want to see the garden. I want to see what they did. And she's like, okay, wait a minute. Let me come over here. And then she's like, hold on. We got mail. And I go, and after about literally asking her three times, I just went, show me the arugula. <laughs> and all I heard, and all I heard was Mark Anthony fucking howling in the back. And I'm frustrated because my wife is, you know, she's like 800 miles away. And I'm just like, show me the arugula. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny because it was like a mob boss, like, only giving a shit about his produce. Like, the, the video, like, she was pretending not to hear you or it was lagging. And she was like, and here's the grass. And you're like, go back to the arugula. And I was just like, this guy loves his fucking arugula. Oh, my God. I was just like... You were a mobster for produce. It was the best. It's like if you don't show me that arugula right now, I'm gonna get you put down. Somebody's gonna die. There's one thing I need: arugula. Yeah. Show me. <laughs> show me the arugula. I don't give a shit about oh. the basil. I oh. was last year's batch. Oh my god. The funniest thing is it's my arugula. She said it was. It was her arugula. But I was worried that, you know, yeah. it cut it all up because she worked really hard to plant it from seeds. It wasn't like she bought a plant and then stuck it in. 
So she did a lot of work for it. Show me. Show me. <laughs> so so for it's like just, for like uh, like two days afterwards, Mark's just going, Show me the arugula. <laughs> yeah. I'm making salad and I'm just like, Where's the arugula? I open the fridge and I'm just like <laughs> as if it killed my whole family in the first movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was so funny. So, Karen, that was really a, a funny moment. Show me the arugula. It wasn't a bad moment. So here's what. I guess. That was the best. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take our next break. And uh, let's see, we'll go for a quick break, and then I want to get you back on because I want to play a game with you, and we got a lot of people listening, so I want them to to play against you, and I'll explain more about the rules when we come back. You are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage in songs were 9 out of 10. However since 1993 modern day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At the United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. For just pennies a day, you can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America. Because we can all use a little more sax. I'm comedian Erin McGuire, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless, even if no one else is. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the Facebook Messenger is Mark Synagoga. And again, you can free stock him. Just go to his website. You can find out his Twitter, his Facebook, and his Instagram. It's Mark Anth, M-A-R-C-A-N-T-H, MarkAnth.com. <laughs> there we go. So, Thank you. Oh, my God. Show me the arugula. <laughs> I'll do the best. Now, when we talked, and um, like, because we were up there during Italian week, and, you know, synagogue, you're Italian, and, like, you're Italian-Italian. But here's the thing. You don't really look Italian. You kind of look Italian, but you look more like Greek because you're very t- you have blue eyes, which is yeah. I, I kind of I get Russian a lot. A lot of people think I look Russian. Now, it, now we have talked about it. Now, your heritage you have maybe you have Russian Jewish in you, right? At some point, well, at some point they were Jewish rabbis about like a thousand to fifteen hundred years ago. That's what it says. Oh, okay. But you're also Italian, and you're also Canadian. Yeah. So I'm going to play a game with you. Now. And before I tell you about the game, uh, actually, you know something? I'm just going to intro the game. We're going to play, where the fuck are you from? I can't wait to say, where the fuck you from? <laughs> That's a real song, by the way. <laughs> that is brutal. That's where the fuck you from? <laughs> now, you're playing directly against my audience. Now, we've got a bunch of people listening. And your advantage is we are speaking almost instantaneously, so you don't have any kind of lag whatsoever. Meanwhile, the people listening through the internet, they could be listening anywhere between a four to an eight second delay. That's your advantage. You're faster. 
But the advantage is the, there's more of them than of you. So, wow, this is the first time in my life I've ever been faster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so show me the arugula. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. Let's do it. Now, because you are Canadian, Italian, Canadian, and maybe even Jewish in there somewhere, I'm going to give you some words. First of all, you have to tell me what nationality are they from, and then tell me what they mean. So my options are always either Canadian, Jewish, or Italian. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to see if I can pronounce them all right. That's going to be hard. Here, you know, some I'll, I'll I'll give you an easy one. If I said, "What is a toque?" So then I would say it's a Canadian hat. It is a Canadian hat, and because you got it right, I'm going to give you this. Mark Anthony, will you calm down? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get these from, man? Even that predator thing earlier. What was that? I made that. I made that promo. No, you made the the predator promo. I made the whole promo. Yeah, it's to catch a predator. Dude, that was the funniest thing I ever. Heard <laughs> in my life. I was laughing my head off. Yeah, like, I just listening to the predator noise while that's going on was incredible. Yeah, it's it's thing. like you know to catch a predator. The show that was on to catch a predator, but I'm using it to actually catch a predator. <laughs> so. Dude, absolutely genius. <laughs> but th that soundbite is actually from a cartoon. There was a big, it was a Looney Tunes cartoon. There was a big dog. His name was Mark Anthony. And he found a kitten in the yard, a little, the little black kitten with the big white eyes. And he couldn't have the cat. And the, the woman who's actually speaking in this, she finds the cat. And then she goes, okay. He tries to hide the cat. He thinks the cat gets killed. And he starts crying and all this stuff. But it's Mark Anthony. That's the dog's name. It's Mark Anthony. And Pussyfoot is actually the name of the cat. So if you get it right, you get that. So that is correct. A toque is from Canada, and it's the cap that you wear on your head. Very easy. See, they have to play. How about this one? See if I can pronounce this right. What is? What did my wife just say? It's feed from Feed the Kitty. That's from a cartoon. It's a full Feed the Kitty cartoon. If I said Capara... Capara. Is that also hat in Italian? No. Capara. It's in Italian. I know it's an Italian word. Uh, it is not Italian. Really? Nope. And my wife said Greek, which wasn't one of the choices. <laughs> I mean, where's the arugula? Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, it's Capara. Capara. Oh, cap maybe it's Capara? C A P A R A. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, um, well, it's 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 definitely not Italian, so it's either Canadian or Jewish. Let's go with Jewish. It is Jewish. It is correct. Now, for a little now, of course, my brother said Jewish after you did, so you're still winning on this one. Any idea what it might mean? It's actually um, it's like Turkish Jewish. Do you have the spelling of the word? I do. Kapara. C A P A R A. I feel like it means, like, sheep. Mm. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's a random word, like goat. It kind of, you know something, it is kind of a random, it describes almost a random situation. Actually, you know something, you got it first, I'm just going to give it to you, it's too hard. It's one of those words with no direct translation, it says. It is a combination of, it could be worse, and forget it ever happened, and there's nothing bad, nothing to see here. That's what it means. Like, how on earth would I ever get that? You what probably kind of wouldn't. Game is 
It's a Jewish condom. What? It's <laughs> my brother said it's, <laughs> it's a, a Jewish, Jewish condom. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. He's my brother. That's hilarious. He's still recovering from a car accident. He was in. He got a concussion. So, but he's all right. What if I said uh, kerfuffle? K e r f u f f l e kerfuffle. That's a like an English word, right? So that would be Canadian, right? For disaster, like or. It, you know what I mean? It is. It is Canadian for commotion, flurry of agitation. There you go. So you know something I have What did my brother say? Oh, Karen said Jewish. It's actually weird. It's one of those things that it's not. It, it's not Jewish. You'd think it would be, but it's not. And I thought it was Jewish, too. So you got that one right. Mark Anthony, will you calm down? <laughs> she calmed down. Calm down. All right. Uh, would you calm down? Actually, how about this one? Grigio. Say it again. Grigio. Well, yeah, that's uh, Italian, and it's um, it's a grape, isn't it? Pinot Grigio. It's it is Italian, but it's not a grape. Karen said it is Italian as well, but what is Grigio? Oh yes, oh Grigio, Grigio. It's uh, it's a town. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Like an area, right? Nope. Nope. No? It's what a direct. I'll give you a hint. It's a color. It's a color, Grigio. 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 Oh my! Is, is it just? Is it fucking green? Like, my brother no, said it was green. Nice. It is not green. It's gray. It is gray. Calm down. <laughs> it is gray. It is a, it is Italian for gray. I didn't I know, that. Known that. You, I, you, you should have fucking known that. How about yeah, um? How about serviette? S E R V I E T T E serviette. Well, serviette is French for napkin. Okay. So then it's definitely English, Canadian for serviette. So what do you think it is? <laughs> English. There's not English is not a choice. <laughs> Sorry, Canadian. Canadian is correct. Mark Anthony, will you calm down? And it literally is a paper napkin. It's pronounced. Yeah, it's, it's like pronounced uh, yeah, yeah. Greedo. Canadian. For... My brother said it's pronounced Greedo. Greedo. All right. How about this one? This one you'll like. This is interesting. How about no no, or no no? Well, that's Italian. Yeah, that's Italian for grandfather. Mm, it's uh, I'll, well, it is Italian, but it's not. Uh, it's actually a number, and it's a very specific way to say a number, a very specific way to say a specific number. I should say, a no, no. And how are you? It's Italian for grandma. No, no, no. It's no, no, no. <laughs> it's nona, a no, no, n o, n o, n o, no, no. Come on. Oh, I think it's nine or ninth. Or it's like ninth. You are barreling through this Mark game. Anthony, will you calm down? Mark Anthony, calm down. <laughs> so let's see. You got, them, you got them all. All right, Mark Anthony. I think you've been punished enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. If you want, I'll send those sound bites to you. <laughs> Please do so I can play them in my house just because someone says my full name. <laughs> I'm I'm sick of being called asshole. You know ah. what I mean? 
So let me do this. Let's take our third and final break. I'll tabulate the scores. And when we come back, we're going to ask Mark Anthony about his first time, his best time, and his worst time on stage. We'll be right back. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and I tabulated the scores, and my guest, Mark Anthony Synagoga, which you can actually follow him, free stock him, through his website, Mark Anth dot com m-a-r-c-a-n-t-a dot com he got all of them right every single one of them so you get this (laughs) you win (laughs) you win (laughs) i love that street fighter too you're hitting all my buttons this is amazing so you swept the audience. My audience has not been swept in a while. Actually, my last show I did, which was a month ago, he didn't get any right at all, and the audience buried him. So so you did much better than him. So before I let you go, and it's been great having you on the show, Mark. It really has. Before I let you go, uh, please, if you would, tell me and my lovely listening audience about your first time, your best time, and your worst times on stage. And please do them in that order because they get funnier as first. it progresses. First time, best time, worst time? Correct. My first time on stage, I was 19, October 20th, 2009. Uh, Yuck Yucks, Toronto. Uh, It was amateur night, and uh, I was at the Humber Comedy, um, well, Humber College Comedy Program, and they kind of like force you to go on stage, and I would have never done it. Unless they told me to, because I was kind of like, you know what, I'm probably going to go into sketch. I like SNL and things like that. Like, that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I went on stage and I did this bit about going trick-or-treating in my neighborhood, because my neighborhood growing up was very, like, United Nations. So, like, each place was an immigrant family from somewhere overseas. So what they gave me was very strange, and how they did it was even funnier. And I murdered and it was like, to this day, one of the better sets I ever had. And right there, I was like, it was the only thing in my life that I did where I was like, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life, hands down. Like, Wonderful. this is it. I found it. You know what I mean? I just hit the ground running from there. So that that was, I'll never forget that. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, it was great. I did like seven accents. So it was phenomenal. Um, my best time on stage, um, I did the Queen Elizabeth Theater here in Toronto, which just for laughs uses all the time. It's like about a 1,500, 1,600-seater um, in Toronto, right on like the, the CNE grounds, um, which is right where Toronto FC plays. I don't know if anybody knows or cares. Um, <laughs> so 
I was opening for my uh, a friend of mine who did a show. Uh, his name is Jay Martin. He teamed up with Trix and John Paul. They're all three uh, three comics, um, great Canadian comics. Uh, so they kind of teamed up together to sell the place out, and I opened for them. And I have to do seven minutes, and like I probably got through two of my jokes. Like the the laughing was so insane. Yeah, it was just like you you, and that was the first time I experienced a theater sold out like that. And I didn't know that like when you say the joke, you have to stop and let them yeah. laugh because you just can't talk over that level of laughter. Right. And that was like that's when I knew I was like, you know what? That's what we're working for. You know, that's what all those big name <laughs> comics like. When they get to that level, it's like, that's, you don't even, you don't really need an hour. You need 30 minutes that will destroy and last an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the best. The worst. Oh my God. Yes. And honestly, when anybody says, what was your worst set? My brain right away goes to this set every <laughs> single time. Like I, I sweat thinking about it. Oh, it was fuck. the worst day of my life. My dad gets me a gig. It was my first corporate gig ever for Discount Car Truck and Rental Company. Oh. So they're up in Deerhurst, which is like a golf country clary place for the weekend, okay? I drive three hours to get there. I get there, and I walk into the, the ballroom. Uh, they're just finishing dinner. And um, I met up with the CEOs and a whole bunch of people to, like, write jokes, okay? Mm -hmm. So I planned for this for, like, two months. I walk in the room and there is a guy on stage in talking into the podium, like destroying, like, I don't know who he is. He's not a comic. He's just like, he's one of the workers who just had a story to tell and he is killing. He's like, yeah, just like Bill's wife and Paul's mom and like, and like people, oh my God, people are smashing tables, losing it, laughing. He sees me walk into the back of the room. The door was heavy, so it made a loud noise. And he goes, oh, well, here he is. I don't know, guys. He calls himself the funniest guy in the world or some bullshit like that. What? I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah. And then goes, I don't know who he is, but we hired him to make us laugh for like 30 to 40 minutes. I don't know. But let's get him up here. Here's your comedian, Mark. He says that. I have to walk. <laughs> the whole ballroom, get there, set my mic up, plug it into an amp. They're all watching me. I'm on my hands and knees sweating, pulling the cord out of the fucking podium stand. I, it was so bad. I Then I start doing my jokes. My first 15 minutes, I'm tanking. Then I go into the, uh, like, no laughs, nothing at all. Oh my God. And then I start doing um, the material I wrote with them. I start getting a little bit of laughs. Then it dies again. I'm at the 25-minute mark, and the fucking owner comes up to me, like, walks up to me where the tables end, but doesn't come closer than that, and starts whispering. He's like, Mark, that's enough. Just bring up the guy who was doing well before. He's like, okay, we'll still pay you. Just forget it. So, and now this guy, he's the VP of the company, He's my dad's best buddy. So I tell him, I'm like, listen, his name is Al. I'm like, Al, shut the fuck up and sit down. Sorry, I don't know if we can swear, but I'm oh, sweating now. Yeah, of course I'm like, you can. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Al, sit down. I'm finishing my set. I'm like, you're paying me for 45 minutes. I'm doing 45 minutes. So I oh my bite gosh. my buddy. 
I do another 25 minutes of no laughs. <sighs> so I, I immediately, I leave. I get in my car. I leave. I go home. Five days later, Al calls my dad and goes, hey, um, I thought you said your son was a real comedian. Oh. And B, he goes, I just want you and your son to know. He's like, is your son there? Put him on speaker. They put me on speaker and they go, we took a vote. We make everybody vote. What's their best, your, their favorite part and worst part of the weekend? No. And I was like, oh, great. Expecting that it was the favorite. So they say, our favorite part of the weekend was the golf tournament and the prizes. Their least favorite part, he's like, every single person wrote that you were their worst part of the show and hope that we never hire a comedian again. Oh, and he my goes, thank God. you for that. Oh, my I, God. Oh, I lost it. I was like, that was the worst thing ever. What I died for 45 minutes straight and got voted and I ruined comedy for those people for I years. Ruined like, comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like they're never hiring a comedian again because of me. Like I, you know what I mean? Every time someone goes, "Hey, you guys want to go see a comedy show?" to someone who was there, they're gonna go, "We saw a comedian once. Fuck that." That was you enough. Know what I mean? like, It was awful. That is, I've heard a lot of bad stories. I've had, I've been doing this show for almost six years now, and I've heard a lot of stories. That was fucking brutal, man. Oh my god, that was brutal. I mean, I, I don't have anything I got so close mad to that. that. He introduced me. I he I can't. I to this day, I can't understand what happened, and it drives me nuts that he introduced me as the funniest guy in the world or some bullshit. I'm like, what? The? I'm like, who? Like, imagine I introduced you like that at Absolute. Right away, you'd be like, Mark, if you do that again, I'm going to stab you. Like, <laughs> you just don't say that. Oh, my God. Fuck. It was awful. Fuck. <laughs> it's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> you yeah, know, you know what we should awful, do? Man. The next time I come up to Canada, you and I will get together. And what we'll do is we'll film a recreation. This is, this is, here's what we're going to do. This is a new thing between you and I, and I just thought of it now. What I want to do is I want to do YouTube videos of recreations of comics talking about their worst sets and do like flashback videos. We shoot them in black and white. We make them look like, you know, film noirs. Oh and stuff yeah. Like, that. like those shows with like ghosts and shit like yeah. that. They do no, that. Like, what, what's the, uh, the, what's that show? Oh, the, the monsters inside me where the guys have like, everybody's got like these bugs or insects or diseases and stuff. And then you go, I don't yeah. know. It was a simple corporate event. Boom, boom, boom. Where they introed me. And I don't know what happened next. And you like lightning strike and thunder crash. <laughs> oh my God, dude. It that's, was so bad. That's like, what I I'm going to do. I, <laughs> and I had to drive three hours back, like by myself. Oh. They didn't even—they didn't give me dinner. They just said, "Please leave. Like you're gonna get attacked." They Fuck. were like, "Just leave." And I was like, "Oh my wow. god!" They gave me eight hundred bucks, and it was the worst—the worst thing ever. Oh. And I—I I called them trying to argue about it. I'm just like, guys, listen. You don't intro someone like that. You didn't even give me time to set up. Like that was just the worst situation for comedy ever. Like that's—we didn't agree to any of that. And they were like. You suck. You're not ready. And I'm like, what? Ready for You know what I mean? Like they're like, you're not ready to be a comedian. You shouldn't you shouldn't do this. Oh my God. Well, Mark, yeah, thank, it was thank, awful. Thank you for that. 
No problem. Honestly, thank you so much for having me on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, my God. This show has been amazing. I've had so much fun. I know we went a little long, but I don't care, man, because we've had so much fun. Oh, I don't care either. And thank you. I mean, thank you so much for being part of the show. It was great working with you up in Ottawa, and I hope we get to work together again. Hopefully, I'll be up there next year. And uh, we'll get to, you know, put, I'll bring my Xbox. We'll kill it again. We'll have we'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, th- honestly, thank you so much again, man. Honestly, I'm going to come down to Salem or wherever you are, and we'll go visit the witches and play some Xbox. Yeah, we'll we can do that. Show. You know, I'll be in touch. Maybe we can try to figure something out to get you, get you down the festival. It's a little tricky, but maybe we'll work something out. I don't know. But thanks for being right. part of the show, Mark. It's been great having you. Thank you, buddy. All the best. We'll talk soon, eh? All right, we will talk soon. Bye, baby bird. Good night, little birdie. <laughs> All right. Mark Anthony Synagoga, everybody. Oh, my God. What a great story. That was god-awful. I've heard a lot of stories, but that was... Wow. <laughs> You're not ready. Anyway, guys, it's been fantastic having you back. And after I know after 30 days, we've had a long show. But as always, you know, hey, let me tell you where I'm going to be. going to be real simple. I'm off this weekend. I got a lot of tentative stuff, but as always, if you want to be a guest, a sponsor, call the show, email the show, radioregardlessgmod.com, 978-219-9294. Next week, August 22nd, we'll be back to do more stuff. I don't know who my guest is, but will you see you then? This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises. And copyrighted 2018, all rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Just